On this last Sunday of 2020, and no doubt in the next few days, we will look back on this year in a way that we wouldn't have done in previous times. 12 months ago, who could have foreseen that today we will be reviewing a year in which a deadly rampant virus that swept the globe and created a worldwide pandemic could have dominated the lives of so many people on our planet? its wake. It has brought massive disruption and dislocation to everyday life and has given pain and hardship, suffering and death, from which people long to be released and set free and brought to healing and wholeness. What a year and one we won't easily, if ever, forget and all for the wrong reasons. But as is normal at this time of the year, our perspective is forward-looking as well as backward. We look ahead to 2021, and maybe we do so now with a renewed sense of hope and optimism. The successful trials of a number of vaccines and the rollout of one of them have given us an expectation from the scientists and the politicians that perhaps by Easter we may be breaking the shackles of this virus that has held us firmly in its grip for most of a year now. So approaching 2021 and in this season of Christmas, what can we take from God's word that will fill us with hope and confidence as we look ahead to a new year? Our gospel reading for today invokes uh, an intimate and a touching scene as Mary and Joseph take their child, whom they have just named Jesus, to the temple in Jerusalem. They go there partly so that Mary can fulfil the requirements of the Jewish law to purify herself after childbirth. But they go also to consecrate their firstborn son to God, again a requirement of the law of Moses. Then this very private act of religious duty is interrupted by two strangers who appear to them in the temple. Simeon is a righteous and devout man, we are told, and Anna is described as an elderly prophet, which is someone who in their prayer life hears from God through the Holy Spirit and then shares what they hear with others. Anna does precisely that. It seems to be no coincidence that they just happen to be in the temple at this particular time and encounter Mary and Joseph and their newly born child. Simeon was guided there by the Holy Spirit and in Luke's words, Anna never left the temple but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. She is certainly of advanced age as she had lived some 84 years and been widowed young. Simeon feels he can die in peace now that he has seen and held the infant Jesus. These two quite likely senior citizens are not constantly harking back to better days in the past, very much on seeing Jesus, looking forward to the future even if it's a future that neither of them may feature in to any great extent. 
as we look to the future of 2021, however old or young we may be, what are Simeon and Anna able to teach us? What do they see in Jesus that caused them both to praise God and to speak about this child and to look forward with such hope and expectation? Luke doesn't tell us what Anna thought and said about Jesus, but we do have some words from Simeon. As he holds Jesus in his arms, he declares that he has seen God's salvation, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. Simeon's words echo those of a prophet centuries before, who, as we heard in our Old Testament reading from Isaiah, said he would not keep silent until Jerusalem's salvation shone out like a burning torch and until kings would see her glory. Like Simeon and Anna, this ancient prophet greatly rejoiced and exulted in God and declared that the Lord would cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all nations. This prophecy, given following the exile of Israel in Babylon and foretelling the nation's restoration and God's purposes for it, now finds fulfillment in Jesus. That's what both Simeon and Anna see that day in the temple. They know that through the prophetic word of God, this, that in this child, God will bring to completion his purposes of rescuing all his peoples, of establishing God's kingdom, of enabling all nations to know the salvation of God. From Jesus comes a light that will draw and guide all those who have been walking in whatever darkness has surrounded them, bringing with that light healing and release into individual lives and offering the ultimate future hope for all nations and peoples. So how is the world today looking forward to 2021? Well, here in the UK, now that we have that deal, some are seeing trade and freedom from Europe's regulations to provide their best hope of salvation. In the United States, many are placing their hopes next month on the inauguration of a new president and administration. And for so many millions across the world, science and medicine offer the hope of healing and rescue from coronavirus and possible illness and death. But however much hope these prospects for 2021 may offer, none of them, not even the COVID vaccines, is the ultimate future hope for humankind that was glimpsed by Simeon and Anna that day in the Jerusalem temple. What they saw in Jesus was one who revealed and fulfilled God's purposes in a new but long-promised way. In Jesus, God had come into our world and entered the lives of all who would receive him in order to overturn and defeat everything that would deny us 
hope for the future. Jesus would challenge humanity's greatest enemies, the forces of sin, evil and death, and rob them of their ability to destroy our lives forever and to thwart God's eternal purposes for the whole creation. In Jesus, Simeon and Anna were given revelation that here was a light shining invincibly in darkness. Through Jesus, they realized the unending possibility of transformation, healing and new life and anticipated the ultimate triumph of the goodness of God's created order restored to wholeness. That's why the church's message is one of personal healing and new life in Jesus, as well as salvation for peoples and nations. But Simeon and Anna also knew that not everyone would see it that way. Hence Simeon's warning about Jesus causing the falling and rising of many in Israel and of the sword that would pierce Mary's heart. And yet, the good news of what this child in the temple promises for every individual and for the whole world is to be shared with all. As Anna immediately starts to tell others of the hope that she has seen in Jesus. But how is the world to know of God's purposes of salvation? To see for themselves the light of Jesus shining like a burning torch in the darkness bringing healing and hope into individual lives. Well, I believe Simeon and Anna show us the way in which God wants us, his people, his church, to work with God, to bring about God's purposes. And so briefly and finally, we are guided along that path, but also challenged through three pointers that come out of the encounter Simeon and Anna had with Jesus in the temple. The first of these pointers is the Holy Spirit. Simeon and Anna are both clearly very open to the working of the Holy Spirit and seek to be led and guided by the Spirit in all that they think, say and do. Perhaps they challenge us to ask of ourselves, are we open enough to the Holy Spirit? to discern how God wants us to be and what God wants us to do as Christians and as church in this new year. The first pointer of the Holy Spirit directs us to the second pointer, which is prophecy. Simeon prophesies over Jesus and speaks prophetically to Mary, while Anna is designated by Luke as a prophet. Both have a strong element of the prophetic in their prayer life and ministry, meaning they hear what God is saying to them and share it with others. And that comes from their openness to the Holy Spirit, echoing a comment on this passage by a Methodist scholar who said, the spirit is the inspirer of prophecy. In this year of lockdown, some Christians have been led by the spirit into this same area of prophetic praying, as they've had time to become more open to the spirit in their prayer life. It's interesting that many of them 
have heard God saying the same kind of thing. That out of the experience of lockdown and closed churches, God is wanting to do a new thing through the life of the whole church. Simeon and Anna may be encouraging the church today to engage more in the prophetic listening aspect of prayer as God leads us into a new and possibly very different future. And then the third pointer is witnessing and declaring. Anna spoke about Jesus to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. She was declaring, as Simeon had done over Jesus and to Mary, what had been revealed in prophecy. Does Anna make us think how best we as Christians and as church can witness to Jesus and to declare the purposes of God to all? But there is also a need to declare to those who desire to see God at work in their own lives that the Holy Spirit can bring healing and transformation, peace and new life to them too. That's why in this healing service, we are giving opportunity today for you to find that to be true for yourselves as we will invite you to come and ask for prayer. I don't know if it's your normal practice or not to make New Year resolutions. But at the end of this unprecedented year, as we look to 2021, searching for hope and better times ahead, it may be just the right moment for us as individuals and as church to commit ourselves to wrestle with those three pointers that Simeon and Anna have given to us. To become more open to the Holy Spirit. To engage with the prophetic in our praying and to witness to Jesus and declare to the world the purposes of God. As we enter 2021, let us do so with the joy and the confidence of Simeon and Anna, knowing God walks with us and indeed goes ahead of us. And let us offer to all the ultimate hope and the new life of God that we too have seen in Jesus. Amen.